This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast, episode number 120. We are doing December 2022 financials, despite the fact that it is, in fact, January 2023 when we're recording. But if you're not used to that by now, I can't help you. I am Craig, your host over there. He's Chris. How's it going, Chris? It's going well. That was a much better intro. Good job. I don't want to hear it. I don't want, I, you know what? Just because I mess up sometimes. <laughs> take two is better than take one once. <laughs> you're so mean, Chris. Well, you know. You're so mean. Uh, all right. So, Chris, we're talking about December financials, which uh, I, I'm interested in because there were a few months uh, in the late summer and fall when things weren't going so well. Uh, and then November, it was like, hey, you know, maybe we're cresting the hill, turning the corner, whatever other strained metaphor we want to use. Um, and, you know, things should be picking up. And so I'm I'm interested to see what happens uh, or what did happen in December. Uh, so we will get there in a moment. But I do want to remind everybody to, to go to hollandassetsllc.com to check out full show notes, to check out... Um, uh, where they can make comments uh, for us to answer things. This was a big thing on the last episode, which I hope everybody listened to. If you're only tuning in for the financials episodes, you're missing out. Make sure you check out the last one. Also, people should go to uh, motorcarrierhq.com. I'm not wearing the hat right now, so if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize for the lack of an advertisement, visually speaking. But go to motorcarrierhq.com. Uh, for resources, if you're thinking about pulling the trigger on starting your own owner-operator business, uh, or you know maybe you have grand designs for a bigger one, uh, go to MotorCarrierHQ.com for all the resources you need to get that going. All right, Chris. Before we do December financials, of course, I got to ask you how are things going lately? Any stories from the road? Well, think things are going overall pretty well. I'm pretty. I'm more optimistic about kind of how things are going than I have been in a little while. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about things. Although with that being said, December kind of started off a little bit rough. Oh, how's that? Uh, we had to, we had to let a driver go, which I think it's about the third time um, we've had to actually let somebody go fire somebody. Um, and, and I, there were some lessons learned with, uh, with this particular driver that, that I think will probably change our hiring practices a little bit in the future. Um, where we've been kind of growing fast, um, we didn't have a really good hiring method. I think we've cleaned that up and and done better now, but we we were to a certain extent, I don't know if I would desperate may not be the right word to describe it, but we were kind of, you know, on that line, on that line, you know, trying to, trying to hire people. And, and so with this particular guy, we were following up with him all the time. Like he'd, he'd express some interest and, and we were trying to be kind of like proactive getting him to you know fill out the application get us the paperwork we need and so we were kept like pushing and pushing and pushing him and getting to do that and he he finally did all that but come to find out a guy that doesn't have the initiative to do that it just causes issues so what how do you measure something like that in the hiring process as somebody who has initiative because if i'm putting myself in the shoes of a uh a professional driver, somebody who's been an employee driver for a long time and, and uh, hey, there's this new opportunity that came up, maybe a company that'll treat me better, pay me more, whatever. Uh, great. I think I'll switch over. 
how if you're looking at that person's resume or you're interviewing that person, how are you gauging as an employer whether this person is just a how do you put it a steering wheel holder a, versus a, 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 a steering a real wheel holder driver. versus a professional driver yeah yeah and and that in a lot of ways like it's hard to see that kind of thing in a resume it's hard to see that in some other areas but with this particular guy um just the fact that we were having to like it was like almost pulling teeth to get him to provide us the information that we need the mm-hmm. application the signed consent forms all those kind of things and that same kind of lack of initiative or just and it's partly a lack of initiative and partly just there, there was no drive or no push, no, um, I, I, I don't know a good is way it, to put it. it. A, a desire to go above and beyond. Yeah. It, I it, wouldn't even say go above and beyond, but a desire to just <laughs> meet the expectations. Yeah. Be average. <laughs> and so that kind of behavior showed up in his, his, um, habits as a driver, Mm. you know, we couldn't, you know, he ran a real low number of miles, um, was late quite a bit, um, lots of other issues Mm. like that. And to the point where like, and and he was just, he was hard to, to, to work with. Like he, he had to be, his hand had to be held for a lot of different things that most drivers, would just be able to take care yeah, of on his yeah, on their yeah. own. He just, you know, just all kinds so, of problems like so that. So this wasn't a case of a, there was one you talked about a few months ago where somebody had a DUI incident, and it's yeah. like that's an easy decision. There's no there's no uh, debate. <laughs> there's no internal meetings going on. It's yeah. just like you're out of here. Or the or the guy but, that was you know had wrecked several times right. my, minor fender benders that ended up costing a lot of money no what, what so it wasn't was anything like that. it was just it was like a, a personality challenge he wasn't running hard enough to really make money and and we really honestly probably if we hadn't had to deal with the other things he was probably running hard enough that until we had all of our trucks full with everybody that else was really good we probably would have kept them around but he was just he was really hard to deal with late all the time mm-hmm. and just you know, you know, the, the 80, 20 rule where, you know, 20% of the people are 80% of your problems. I mean, that's yeah. really, he, he, he was 80% of the phone calls coming in. Mm. He, he, he was just, yeah, just, just too much of a problem yeah. overall. That makes sense. So what do you think about this piece of advice, Chris? Because, uh, this is something that came up with, um, <laughs> some, uh, another podcast that I do about dentistry. Okay. Because believe it or not, I don't just do a trucking podcast. That's too bad. I know, I know. It wouldn't be great if this were an exclusive. Because everybody loves dentists. (laughs) But no, but the piece of advice that was being given on this podcast was like, look, dentists are great with teeth. They're terrible business people. All you need to do if you want to run a successful business is to be just slightly above average. To find the one thing or the two things that you can do to be a little better than the guy next to you. You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun your buddy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that kind of the case here from your perspective as an employer? It's like, hey, look, here's average. Here's what we need you to do to keep the company running. And if you can do, if that's 50%, if you can do 53 or 54%, we're going to be thrilled. Forget 75 or 80 or 90%. What Does that make sense? It does, absolutely. And I would even like, 
we'd probably put up with 45%. I mean, the, <laughs> right now the hiring market in the trucking industry, it's so hard to find drivers and it's almost always that way. Yeah. Now I, I would say a little worse than even traditionally, honestly, like 45% and we'd probably just live with it Yeah. where I, I don't think he was even functioning at 25%. Right. Like it, it was. It's bad enough. It was. Yeah, it was rough. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, this is really interesting. I think it's, uh, this is the kind of story that I really like on this podcast because it's not just about you growing your company and what an employer can do, but it's also really good for those who are listening who are still employee drivers and, and trying to, uh, you know, maybe think about that shift over to uh, an owner operator is, hey, while you're an employee driver, find ways, ask, <laughs> ask yeah. your employer, what are the gaps that I can fill? What's just one little thing that I can do to make your life easier? And yeah, that'll be great. That'll make you a better employee and your employer will love you. But it'll also teach you something that will come in handy later when you are your own employer or <laughs> heaven forbid for most of us. I'm looking at myself as I do this. Uh, the employer of others, you know, the they they are transferable skills, right? Absolutely. And that's, that's like one of the things that I advice that I give employees, not, you know, not just in my trucking business, but in the military and my other businesses, you just, if you make yourself valuable to the company, you're never going to lose your job. Yeah. And, and if you're in that, like typically when layoffs do happen in a company, they're not taking the top 50% performers and laying them off. If they need to lay off 10% of their workforce, who are they laying off? The bottom the 10%. Bottom 10%. Yep. And if you're in that bottom 10%, you're probably going to get cut. That's that's not how it happens every single time. But most of the time, that's the reality of the situation. It's right. like the, the underperformers that are the ones that are getting cut. You want job security, make yourself valuable, do a little bit like you, say, you said, go above and beyond. What more can I do? How can I make a difference? Be proactive in contributing to the company and you'll never be without a job and it's the kind of thing that i know sounds or it can sound overwhelming uh for somebody hey like myself i i absolutely put myself in this boat where it's like look i don't want to reorder my whole personality i am this way i don't i, I can't be like that guy over there overnight that's totally fine my thing would be you're you're not looking for how can i reorder my entire personality it's just what's one little thing that i can do yeah um this Right. So yeah. it, make it small, keep it small and do that for a month. Find the one thing you can do for one month. And then next month you'll, you'll figure, oh my gosh, that actually isn't that big a deal. Maybe I can add something else to my repertoire and yep. ask what else I can do. That continual improvement, yeah. like, like what you're talking about. And those are the guys that, that, uh, end up getting promotions. They end up getting the next better job most of the time. And, and so that's a good habit to be in is to constantly try to improve. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, with that in case with that in mind, let's go on to our main topic. I'm super oh. excited about our team right now. Now uh -oh. that we're talking about this, the, the drivers that we've got right now, I, I, I think we're to a point where all of our drivers are good professional drivers. Um, and, and there's one that's kind of new where the, the verdict is still out, but the rest of them are, solid one day chris we're gonna have uh, th this is nice by the way it's nice to hear you say that but uh, this does remind me we're gonna have to do an offshoot podcast where you started as somebody with a bunch of knowledge in the trucking industry but you'd never been behind the wheel so you got behind the wheel and that was you know the first 50 episodes or so whatever it was 
Um, I'm really excited for the spinoff podcast when I join as a driver oh, uh, yeah. for for Holland Assets. And uh, we will hire tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> go get your CDL. What could go wrong, Chris? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Nothing could go wrong. All right. The main topic today <laughs> is the December 2022 financials. Like I said up top, I'm I'm interested to see how it went. Do you want to give us a little preview? Good, bad, medium. Uh, how was this month? Well, it, good. <laughs> okay. But when I first per- pulled the PL, um, I I was kind of disappointed, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, really? I looked at it and I'm like, I was expecting a better number than that. Mm. But then I really dove into the numbers and kind of started, you know, dissecting how things were. And I started to think, wow, this is actually, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how this month turned out. All right. And so- We'll kind of go through the numbers and we'll talk about why that is. And, and, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of things that I'm pretty optimistic about. Okay. Well, let's start from the top then the total miles run. Uh, and this was in December, uh, when if I'm not mistaken, truck 10 had not yet fully joined the fleet. Yeah, we didn't. We, so truck 10 got on the road at the very end of December, but didn't make its first delivery until, until January. January. Okay. All right. So call it nine trucks on the road then. And then we had the person that we let go right. in the beginning of the month. And and so but, one of the trucks was was essentially sitting. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but when I when we talk about trucks on the road, I guess what we should say is trucks in the fleet uh, because we have those static costs that have to be paid every mm-hmm. month. Insurance. No, right. No matter whether, whether it's the, moving or not. Exactly. Yep. Um, and so with nine trucks in the fleet, how many miles total were run? Uh, 80,998. That feels low. It is a little low. It's probably 10, well, nine, 9,000 miles low. Like uh, ideally we'd like to be 10,000 miles a truck and up and, and maybe even really a little bit more than that. You, you get into that 10,000 miles. So 90,000 miles in, in this case. Um, and, and we would have been, yeah, this is a, a, a pretty good month uh, above and beyond that really starts to like, that's when, you know, you're doing really, really well. Right. I mean, I remember that from when you were running, it was like 10,000 is where you wanted to be. And if you could get to 12, then you felt like yeah. it was a good month. Right. And and so we're, we're only 9,000 away from that. And considering, like I said, we really had one truck sitting because of, uh, the driver that we let go. Um, it, it all in all, not not terrible yeah now overall uh, regardless of how many trucks were on the road is this the most number of miles that it we've is. run yep, that's, so far that's a record okay so eighty thousand miles by about, well, 81 i think it was about three thousand ish maybe a little more than three thousand miles more than we've ever had wow okay all right so deadhead miles uh this is well okay no anybody listening to this knows what deadhead miles are so i won't explain it again chris deadhead miles percentage uh, the percentage was 6.1%, which is pretty decent. The The total number of miles was 4,937 miles. Okay. So yep. the closer uh, to the closer to 5% we can get, the better, yeah. but 6.1 is okay. 6.1 is still uh, pretty good, as long as we can keep it. I mean, 10, you start to get worried about, and we've done a really good job of keeping it quite a, quite a bit below that. So five is like, if we can get five, that's like nice. That's good. But okay. 6.1% is not bad at all. Yeah. All right, now total revenue then, uh, which is not, again, for anybody who's new to the show, this is not our profit. This is the total number of dollars that came in during the month. What was that number? 194233 and 65 cents. 
Okay, so round it down to 194. We'll call it 194. Yep. How's that record-wise? Is that uh, is that a new? Yeah, that's that's a that new seems record. like a big number. It is. Yeah, it, it's a new record by I think about 15 grand. Wow. So that that's pretty good. Um, it's way better than the last two months. <laughs> worry, I, in in October we were like 136. Oh man. So we're like 60 grand more than we were two months ago. Um, so it's it's a it, good month, and that's and that's just revenue. We're not talking about any of the repair expenses or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what what made for the sixty thousand mile swing? Was it just how many trucks were on the road for how long? Was it uh, personnel issues? Two main functions issues? that that were why we didn't get why the revenue was sixty thousand dollars more. One is more miles, so that that's a big thing and. In October, when we had that really low number, the the number we had like two trucks sitting, another truck that was doing like half what it should have, and so it, it caused some issues. Um, the other thing is is rates. Mm. Uh, December saw better rates than than what we have um, the last couple of months. Okay, yeah, the rate per mile. Fair enough. Yeah, you talk about that a lot. Okay, so that's our total revenue, which uh, over the course of eighty-one thousand miles makes for a rate per mile this month of two dollars and thirty-nine cents, which is the best we've seen in months. Okay, all right. Now it did creep up closer to three a year ago or yeah. so, right? Yep. So it can get better. Yeah, I, but... I I would like to see it well above like two fifty. Yeah. Okay. So we're, right. we're we're still not where we would would like to be but if we can get in that 250 to 275 range then we're sitting pretty dang good and that's one of those things uh people can go back and listen to past episodes where we talk about how it's not uh, you're you're somewhat at the mercy of the freight market right if market rates are high great you get to charge a high rate uh, but some of it comes down to how you're dealing with fuel expenses, how you're managing personnel, how you're managing repairs and maintenance and all that, right? So, Correct. Um, so there is some, uh, like that. that's not just a number that comes up every month, right? Yeah. You you have some control over it. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, the last thing we need to, need to talk about then is the profit or, or loss. Uh, but you said it was an, at least an okay month. So I'm assuming a profit uh, let us have it then. What's the bottom line number? It was $7,746.33. So okay. not not smashing. It's a, a little bit better than it was last month. Um, but again, we'll dive into the numbers and there's some reasons why it was lower. And and overall, like I actually feel pretty good about that number when, I, when you factor in everything else that happened in the month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, before we get into the specifics of why that number is where we, where it is, uh, remind me, this is something we talk about every month or two. So I hope people will forgive me for a little bit of repetition, but if it's good for me to try to remember, I'm sure it's good for a lot of the listeners to try to remember what's the number per truck that you want to see as break even because zero is not break even. We have certain expenses that uh you know when it when it comes to truck payments and trailer payments and whatnot there are certain expenses that don't quite factor into the PL in the right way so we want to be above zero for each truck what's that number i i would say somewhere between two and three thousand dollars per truck per so truck. not not quite there but moving it's, in the right direction again better than zero yeah. this is yeah it's okay so this is not a month with a an egregious loss but uh, we want to be a little higher than zero okay good so let's dive into the PL then what uh, what specifically do you want to bring out from that 
the first thing you'll see in it is one of the very first line items is there's damages. We've talked a little bit about this category. Mm. It's not a huge number, but it, I think it's something kind of funny and worth bringing up. So 800 bucks. Um, all of that was for um, damage from the driver that we let go. A few months in, ago. A few months ago. Yeah. In his first in his first trip, um, <laughs> he was backing up and hit a bollard, you know, one of the big yellow yep. posts and that are all over the place to mm-hmm. protect a building or to gas make, pumps or to, to keep the truck from going any further than yeah, that. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he hit one of those as he was backing up and caused some damage to the bumper, um, which also caused some damage to the fog light and kind of, there's a bumper behind the bumper too. And so it was the parts to fix that. Nate actually did. It, it took him, he spent like eight hours one day pulling the bumper off because it's not as easy a job as, as oh, you think. I wouldn't think he has so. to take a bunch of stuff off and, and he, he fixed the fog light. And this is really the the parts to, to do that. If we would have taken it to a shop, it probably would have been at least double that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so, well, but it's nice that you've got Nate that can work on that. Can do that so. every once in a while. Yeah. I was Nate and his dad. So uh, thanks, Nate and Rod. <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> i hope rod got paid handsomely for this chris uh, yeah daddy dues i guess i don't know <laughs> but you know you know what's uh what, what's kind of funny about this story too so you know again this is the driver we let go who also said at the time of his letting go that uh um his a, a two-year-old could run the company better than we do and uh you know, <laughs> this is the guy that's a professional truck driver and like there's his your, first few hundred miles. Chris, there's your new season uh, of the podcast. I run the company and we see what happens. Yeah, okay. Well, you and the two year old <laughs> who can do better, <laughs> who can run the spreadsheet uh, better. It's a yeah, toss up. No, yeah. anyways, so I, I, th- I thought that's kind of funny. Like when he made that comment, I'm like, you of all people would say something like that. That's <laughs> classy. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, uh, anything else to say on the uh, damages and repairs? No, that's good. Okay, so then we move on. Sorry, I'm I'm now I'm thinking hard about some. How can I perform a kind of hostile takeover of Holland assets? <laughs> okay, well I'll, I'll I'll let that percolate for a bit. Um, but there is something about December that this year was different than other Decembers uh, in, in, in even other most, most other months, most other months. Right. Yeah. Which is something that you run into when you pay your employees weekly. Yes. And what is that? So every once in a while, so we pay on Fridays. So every, every once in a while you have a month with five Fridays, mm-hmm. which means you're, you're running an extra payroll and that happened in December. Um, and then, so that's a difference of about 13,000 bucks just in and of that. So if we're going to compare like a November, or another month, to December, you really have to count, Hey, we had $13,000 more expense this month than we do most months because of that fifth payroll. Right. And so that, that's a, that's a pretty big chunk. It's, and, it's not nothing. Yeah. yeah and, and you add just that piece back in and you're up over uh, $20,000 in profit and you're closer to that. You're into that two to $3,000 mm-hmm. of, of profit per truck. So that in and of itself, I, I think is in my opinion makes December a, a much better looking month than that, that it is on paper. Yeah, that raw number shows you. That yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then December also, um, a lot of companies do this uh, the the, the year end bonus uh, or whatever employee perks you're able to offer. Is that something that you yeah, guys so we, do? Yeah, so we did that, and plus we had some gifts that we gave to some of our best partners, the the, the people that we 
um, do the most work with that we care the most about um, 4,500 bucks roughly in, in those kind of expenses. Okay. So yeah. So unique to December. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that sort of thing will, and <laughs> when I say that'll disappear in January, it makes it sound like, oh, thank goodness we don't have to do this. <laughs> no, that's, I, I'm we, sure that's the like sort of to, thing yeah. you'd like to do. We right. Do. And so, you know, as long as the company is healthy and you're able to do that, then great. It's it's an expense you don't mind seeing on your line item report. And, and right? I wish we could have done more. Yeah. And and hopefully in years to come, we'll be able to do more. Yeah. So, all right. How was fuel then? Because that's been a theme the last few months. How did it go this month? Fuel was definitely better in December than it had been in November. Oh, yeah? it, it, so drastic. Like it was about a dollar a gallon less in december than we paid in november so that's huge and this is uh, there there are things you can do to motive or to mitigate this but it is largely you are kind of at the mercy of the market right for the most part yeah Yeah. for the bigger bigger chunk of it you are now that the now that the fleet is up to 10 trucks is that something you're looking forward to uh, having a little more negotiating power when it comes to fuel prices so we we talked uh, several months back we switched to another fuel program where we're getting an even uh, a bigger savings um and as part of our negotiation with them is I, i can't remember exactly what the number the gallon number a month that we need to hit but there's another tier that once we hit a certain gallon amount we Mm -hmm. get even more knocked off of our fuel price and we're getting pretty close to that we're not quite there yet but i think within the next truck or two we should be there awesome well i'm looking forward to hearing that because i i think that's especially for those listeners who are growing a fleet um that's going to be of extreme interest i think um for for anybody who's in that boat uh okay other line items that we want to pull out and talk about there's one more thing i want to talk about with fuel because as we were going through fuel this month we actually realize we've been making a mistake over Uh the last few months in fuel. I might as well be running this company. Yeah, you might as well. This is where the two-year-old comes in. (laughs) (laughs) No, we we actually realized that, so we we switched to this new fuel card, reports are different, everything looks different. And we realized that when we were putting our fuel expense into QuickBooks, we were putting in the retail price, not the price that we were actually paying. And so it wasn't, it didn't calculate in our, our discount. So we, we, we probably made that error starting somewhere either in September, or October, we fixed it in December. So the December numbers are good, but we've need to go back and fix the November and October numbers. It'll probably take us a little bit of time to do that, but we're going to fix that. And when we do, we'll, we'll revisit those. We'll talk a little bit about it in the podcast and, and post, uh, the, the change the profit loss. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right. So that's fuel then let's move on. Then any other expenses you want to pull out? Yeah, there's a, a couple more. Um, the first one is we had about a little over $2,000 in expenses for adding truck 10 and getting it ready to get on the road. Um, so there's 2000 bucks there. Um, and then the last thing that I want to talk about is the, if you go all the way down to the, the almost the bottom line of the profit and loss statement, you're going to see something that you haven't seen before. Um, and it, it was a, the sell of a fixed asset. Oh, interesting. And, it, and it's a $500 loss. Oh, the com- so, the, the, this means the company is aging though. The com- yeah. You're actually selling we off sold assets. Something. And, yeah. But it's not really, it, remember we bought the, the flatbed. Yeah. It didn't really work out for us. So it was selling the flatbed. Okay. So we, we ended up selling the flatbed for $500 less than we paid for it. And and so it, it's actually a little bit bigger loss than that because we also added some, put some new tires on it. Mm. Um, but we, 
also have a headache rack that we didn't that we didn't give to the um, buyer that we're going to sell and probably be able to recoup at least that 500 bucks, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but all in all, um, you know, we ran about 10 loads with the, the flatbed. So we did make a little bit of money with it, but we did put some new tires on it and uh, had some expense there that we probably didn't recoup all of. This is, uh, it's a topic that I don't think we should get into today, but uh, allow me to play the part of a listener who's going to Facebook or hollandassetsllc.com to make a comment and suggest a future episode. My suggestion would be, we should probably talk about why the flatbed didn't work out um, and kind of the the ins and outs of switching between trailer types. And I, I think that would be a really cool episode. Um, if anybody really disagrees with me, Go ahead and make your comment on Facebook. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that would be cool. Uh, okay, excellent. Oh, you know what, Chris? Before I forget, I'm sorry uh, because I did see a little bullet point in the notes, uh, and I wanted to revisit it. You mentioned that fuel was a a buck, about a buck less in December than it had been in previous months, which is great. Um, but I do want to talk about percentages. So, is it cool if we go back yeah, to that for a second? Uh, because fuel costs as as a percentage of revenue, is that what we're looking at mm -hmm. here? Was just astronomical for a while. It was 40, 45%, as I recall. Yeah. Um, and I know that that came down. So what did, what were we looking at for fuel costs percentage-wise, and where do you want it to get to eventually? It was 29.9%, which is way better than it has been for, for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's good. I 25% is kind of where we had traditionally been before fuel really started taking off the beginning of 2022. Um, I, but with that being said, I think as we get older and we can negotiate, continue to negotiate better fuel prices, I would like to at some point see that hit 20%. Whoa. Is that overly ambitious? Is I, this a reasonable I don't goal? know. I, I, I wish I knew the answer to that. I don't think so. I think, it, I think we can get to that. Um, but it, it's, you know, we're probably going to have to, grow the fleet a little bit more, mm. get the better, even better fuel pricing and have, you know, rates go up. So as, as rates go up and our fuel cost goes down, you know, that, that, that percentage will continue to improve. So back in the days, even when we were getting 25%, we weren't, we didn't have as good a fuel pricing as we do now. And our rates aren't as good as I think they will get at some point. Like it, we're, we're continuing to get better and better rates. If you compare our rates versus the market, than we have been getting because of direct lanes and better relationships with brokers. And so with that continuing to improve, I, I think we can get to that 20%. And okay. Maybe good. we'll break it. So yeah, so you could, wow, that would be, be something. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's one of those things where it's, it's tempting to think, well, it's fuel. I'm just at the mercy of the market. But like you say, as the fleet grows and negotiations happen, um, as you guys take measures to mitigate, uh, you know, idling costs or whatever there, there are ways to bring that number down absolutely so uh probably during the winter right <laughs> fuel prices go up in the summer right so uh as well not necessarily rule. for diesel oh not i guess always, that's yeah. true yeah see this is this is why i keep you here chris yeah this is why i don't just host the show myself. i know a few things <laughs> <laughs> all right chris um all that being said what we're looking at then is a uh, 7k plus in uh in profit for the company and like you say you we're, we're looking for more like 2k per truck so with nine trucks on the road we wanted to get more like 18k we're at 7k this month uh 
which to me, uh, it's tempting to say, oh, this is a disappointing month, but you seem pretty upbeat. I Over, do. You, overall, this is a pretty good month. Pretty good month. If you add all those other things back in, those kind of one-time expenses that are that were a little bit of anomalies, we're closer to 30 grand mm. in, in profit, which is closer to that, you know, even that 3,000 right. piece. And, and then at that point, we're feeling, you know, pretty dang good. So, um, yeah, I, I'm pretty, I'm, I feel like it's the best month we've had in months, maybe in the last six months. Um, I, I feel like rates are starting to come back a little bit more, even the first little bit of January, like I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. If, if we continue to have the rates that we're seeing right now towards the, the very end of January, I think we're going to, we're, we're seeing the market turn back a little bit more favorable. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that uh, 2023 is going to be better than, especially the last half of 2022 was. Um, so I'm happy. I, I think, I think overall between it being Christmas in December and not, you know, guys taking vacation and time off um, and, and rates really, although improving still historically, not all that great. I, I'm pretty happy with how things turned out in December. Good. All right. Well, that's encouraging news. We'll see where it goes uh, through the, the, winter doldrums right the january february's of uh, of the year so we'll see how it goes uh but glad to hear things are hopefully looking up uh chris anything else to add before we wrap up for today that's all i got okay well for everybody else again make sure you go to holland assets llc find us on facebook you can make comments there suggest future episodes ask us to dive into an aspect of recent episodes that you'd like to hear a little more about we'd love to hear more from you if you do enjoy this show. Please go give it a five-star review. Um, if this is your first time listening and you absolutely hated it, then, uh, well, We're don't, sorry. don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't give us a one-star review. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will see you in a couple weeks. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the episode number 120. Let's do this again. <laughs> I was going to say, did you forget the, what the podcast <laughs> what the is called? Not quite. Not quite. Let's just say I'm not quite on my game today. <laughs> it's because we're recording on a Thursday. <laughs> this is unnatural. Yes. And I do not accept it. <laughs>